in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10. This is letter number 3187. Baruch Hashem, the 13th day of Tevis, Tavshin Tezvah, Brooklyn. Maris Rachel Tichya Kunin. We had a little Kunin. Baruch HaVishalom. Now, this is a time when Judaism just began to flourish in the United States. You know, for many years, those who came to this country, you know, as we've heard so many times, they put the tefillin out either off the boat, they put it away in the closet, and they came to the Golden and Medina, everybody to make money over here, to go ahead and make the gold, and they forgot about Yiddishkeit. And it was a big problem. All the shuls didn't have mechitzas, you know, the shuls didn't, and it was, it was a uphill battle to get shuls to change. Not everything, I mean, but at that time, uh, whether they were conservative, reform, and in this letter, the Rebbe is very thankful to this woman, and the Rebbe explains how ludicrous it is. Um, you come to a shul, and you ask Hashem for everything, and then you don't make the shul look like a shul, like Hashem wants. I mean, you do whatever you want. I mean, it's not like you're going to uh, uh, a... Uh, I have to respect the place you come to, but especially. So here is a long letter. The Rebbe articulates this. The Rebbe said that I was very. Ha- I was happy to receive your letter dated the tenth day of Tavis. That's the fast day, which shall be very quickly turned to joy and happiness, in which you are notifying the good news that you're building a that they're building a mechitza in your shul. The great. Sanctity of Hashem's name is, and the importance, the greatness of this matter is you can't even imagine. May the blessed Hashem, whose measure is for measure, measure, give you, your husband, and your children from his full hand, uh, unmeasured, unmeasured, uh, without measurement, uh, without valuation, everything that you need in all your matters. The Rebbe says, when you reflect how great the darkness of this exile, that even in such matters, that should have been very clear for everybody, you got to fight for it, you got to wage war. So when you succeed, that's considered a kiddush shame. That's sanctifying Hashem's name, that you were able to succeed in building that mechitza. That's one of the things which is a Kiddush Hashem, is to build mechitzas in the shuls. The Rebbe says, this is something, in reality, this should have been something very clear, that even when you come to a human being and you ask him something, and you expect him to fulfill your, your wishes, you ask something from another, indiv- from another individual, so you speak to the other person, and you conduct when you speak to him, based on the other one's, expectation, demands. You're not going to do against him even if you're not sure if the other person has the ability to fulfill your request. If you're requesting, you don't behave in a negative way to the person you're requesting from. And even when you're thinking that uh, the person who is going to refuse you, you have a request. So if he refuses you, I'll go to somebody higher, to higher ups than him. But still, when you come to a person to ask something, you behave 
called it an amech away. You don't do things against that person. So how much more so, which means how much more so, when you come in, when you come in a place where you have to say a prayer for Hashem, blessed be He, you're asking Him for help, you're asking Him for your livelihood, and so on. So when you are asking Hashem, you're really, you're supposed that you're thinking that Hashem could fulfill it. You're asking Him to request it. You probably believe that Hashem has the power, the ability to fulfill your to fulfill your request. And you also know that you can't go to somebody else, somebody higher than Him. Okay, if He's not going to go, I'm going to go. No, you can't. He's the only one. And yet, the Rebbe say, there are such that are blinded from the false ideals of the Sahara, And they put money and energy to set up uh, activists which will specifically set up to say the davening in a way to do just the opposite from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to, to spite HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to whom we were saying the davening. So, and Rabbi enumerate, if the Blessed Hashem says, I want a mechitza, I want a partition, so God forbid you destroy it. If Hashem says to keep Shabbos and Yontav, so you bring in a microphone, and you ask this prayer through desecrating Shabbos and Yontav. You're praying to Hashem, and you're using the means of desecrating Shabbos and Yontav. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that the one who's leading the services, the Shliach Tzibur, he is the one authorized from the entire community to present their petition. Shem wants that to be whose blood is with kosher food and his mind has not been defiled with bad thoughts and who would a few hours before he goes over to lead the servicer did not desecrate the Shabbos, God forbid. That's what Hashem wants. The person should be somebody who is fitting to present to Hashem the prayers of the entire community. These are such clear and such simple conditions. So you spend thousands of dollars and, and you look, perhaps you will find somebody who should be looking more like a guy than a Jew. And he should be able to sing in an opera together with Shiksas. And, and, and for sure, you're looking at somebody who's fit for that. And if he's already done so, he sang in the opera. And, and this is the one who's supposed to represent the entire community and say the request of what? Illuminate our eyes in your Torah. Cleave our hearts to your mitzvahs and to, and, and, to come, and, and to fulfill the request. Turn us to you. That's the representative who's supposed to pray for everybody these prayers. This is so illogical and it is so against intellect. When in business, if you would think about it, the Rebbe is pretty strong here, they would send that person into a lunatic home. 
And and when you do such things, when it comes to the Jewish religion in general, and in the leadership from some of the shuls, specifically the later years, you don't even have a chance, you, you actually get a chance to be voted in for an officer in the shul administration. In other words, if you are able to do those things, then they, you become part of the board of directors. And therefore, those who have the merit to bring into the shul the true look and understanding, as we said before, this is a privilege, a merit, a merit of the many. And the river, and therefore you should do whatever, all kinds of efforts about this. Self-understood, it all has to be in ways of peace, in a peaceful way. When you do it with truth and with feeling, heartsick with feeling, Hashem is successful. Self-understood, if you find it uh, necessary, you can give over the contents of my letter to all those that help you in this mitzvah and the merit of the many should withstand each one of them in everything that they need with blessing. Apparently the Rebbe also realized what a struggle this woman had to go through to get a mechitza installed in their shul over there and the Rebbe is therefore encouraging her and explaining and also to pass along how important this uh, mechitza and generally the Yiddishkeit and how ludicrous it is to uh, actually install all the things that go against Yiddishkeit, try to ask Hashem uh, to uh, bless you, and you do just the opposite, as the Rebbe explained at length in this letter.